0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Bill Britson. I'm your host. It is Thursday, September 9th, and that means that football's back after a long offseason. It was like forever. We have football tonight. That's right. This is the gambling preview of the Buccaneers and Cowboys 2021 NFL season opener. Joining me to break it down, RJ White. RJ, what's up, buddy?
1: Not much. It's tonight if you're listening to this on the podcast,
0: but if you're checking it out on YouTube on Wednesday night, it's tomorrow night. That's right. It is tomorrow night. And if you want to get our picks early, we'll have props and all kinds of stuff for you. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash pick six and you can hit subscribe. And while you're hitting subscribe, hit the like button. You'll get and, and If you hit subscribe, my, my actually my son, Robbie, has figured this out. He um he he, he joined a lot. Like he's like, I'm doing a live stream or like joined into a live stream, but he, he subscribes to all these channels. And so he gets alerts on his iPad and he dives into the live stream. And that's what you can do. If you want to, if you, if you love this podcast, subscribe on YouTube, you'll get an alert when we go live or when a new show is posted on that channel. And you can watch it early. I watch a lot of my podcasts on my TV. Cause you know, these smart TVs have the, the YouTube app and you can just go there and watch them. And so that's how I get all like my PGA DFS stuff and uh, a bunch of different content like fantasy football today. I'll watch that way. Sometimes if I'm, Feeling really weird. I'll watch myself on on TV just to see what you know what's going on and like how it looks. Uh, I clearly haven't learned any lesson from it, but that. But I digress. In the feed, Brady Quinn football show. And if you want to use your football expertise to win big time cash prizes, here's your chance. Football Pick'em from CBS Sports correctly pick the entire slate of games. And you can win a $100,000 jackpot this week and every week of the season by visiting cbssports.com slash picks. Even if no one wins a weekly jackpot, we're still giving away $1,000 of guaranteed cash to the winner each week and $5,000 to the season-long champ. Don't wait. Make your picks. Compete for a $100,000 jackpot by visiting cbssports.com slash picks today. I've been running a picks pool for like – Not running it, but like I'm in charge of it for my friends. I guess I am running it, but um, I think we've been doing it for like 10 years now. RJ, I don't think I've ever seen a perfect week. Really, yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a like a 16 0 against spread situation?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I couldn't quote it for sure, but you know, doing this for a long time, so pretty sure. sure, pretty sure I've seen one of those. You got a couple yourself uh i th- i i believe my best i don't even know i don't think this was against spreading it was just picking winners but i entered this newspaper contest back in high school and i got all 16 <laughs> right right one week and one whatever i don't remember what it was probably a gift certificate to somewhere but uh, uh, but uh, that was i don't know like 15 15 16 years old something like that.
0: a blockbuster video gift certificate or something like that back yeah. when gift certificates were, were actual paper instead mm-hmm. of uh, instead of the you know the cards that you get now um Again, reminder: youtube.com/slash/pick6. Go and subscribe, and if you, if you just hit the like button, comment on on I'll comment on these videos. It helps us out a ton. The way that it, anyway, it just circulates the videos better. So please go help us out. All right, the game on tap that we are talking about, and again, you could be watching this on Wednesday. Get RJ RJ uh, Mind's picks early, and that way you can get them in, especially with the props because those lines move so quickly. The Cowboys at the Buccaneers. The Bucs are minus eight over at Caesars. The over under is 51 and a half. Bucs minus 420 on the money line. Not a bad little parlay piece there if you want to use it. And the Cowboys plus 320 on the money line. Uh, The Buccaneers are the first defending Super Bowl champion to return all 22 starters since the 1977 Raiders. They're trying to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champ since Tom Brady did it in 03 and 04 with the Patriots. And here's a fun fact for you, R.J., Tom Brady's undefeated in his career versus the Cowboys at 5 0. I would guess. And by the way, Chris Godwin was uh listed on the injury report with a quad injury. He's not on the injury report, the final injury report. So he will be playing. That's huge news for fantasy owners and for the Buccaneers. Um, if you're watching on YouTube too, you get like a bunch of little bonuses. Like we we toss up, uh, we toss up the, the injury report here. So you can kind of immerse yourself in the content. Not listen on the Cowboys injury report is Zach Martin but it is I, I what what percent chance do you give him of playing in this game i think he has to pass a, yeah, like, i think he's already out he's not playing um but he it's not i, it's I thought not i heard they were injury flying. i thought they're flying these guys separately and trying to get him to pass test
1: did he did he not pass it i mean when when he was ruled to to have uh, be positive that they said he was out at that point so i don't think there is a chance that he's going to play but maybe you've heard something differently
0: um I believe that I, I think that they're trying to see if they can get him through. Yeah, they're trying to they're fly he's like, he's basically almost ruled out. It's really unlikely that he's gonna play because of COVID. Um mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, we're going to have to deal with that this season. But uh, Lyle Collins, he is at full participation in practice. That's huge for them because they need help on the offensive line. And, of course, Dak Prescott, even with that right shoulder injury, uh, good to go. By the way, in the feed, I don't know if I mentioned or not, Brady Quinn, and I talked about why. And Brady has a Brady has experience with this because he had foot injuries in in when he was in the NFL. And, he, you know, just talking about how it affects, you know, the different by, by the mechanics of, of your throwing motion, that may be explained Dak's shoulder injury. Uh, but it, it does look like all those guys, Demar- Demarcus Lawrence, huge name there, are good to go. So, Zach Martin, probably the biggest name. And just because you show you how important, you know, I mean, how these lines work, like Zach Martin only moved at a half a point, which is kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I hadn't, hadn't put this pick in on Sportsline last week. I was hoping it would move the other way. One stack was fully cleared. I thought people would be on the Cowboys and it would get down to seven. And so if you like the Bucks, that would be where you get it. Uh, but then Zach Martin, you know, out of nowhere, it gets ruled out due to COVID, and uh, then it moves the other way. So it's just, it, I think it's emblematic of what we're going to see this year is like you might expect one thing to happen, you might be planning for one thing to happen, and then COVID news just pops out of nowhere and it, it goes the other way against you.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important, you know, if you are trying to get an edge on these things, you know, if you see that Zach Martin news, like I went and bet the Buccaneers at seven, minus seven, minus seven minus 120, I think, uh, right when that Zach Martin stuff happened. And, you know, that's a pretty big number, you know, to get seven versus uh, taking it eight. Now, we'll get into you know, the details of, of who we think is going to win. It may not matter if you have seven or eight. Uh, we will see about that. But I would also say go to sportsline.com slash join. If you haven't already signed up, uh, use promo code EDGE. Or do you want to use? Promo code white. You don't need the You don't need the the you don't need the the boost. Or you just want people to sign up, right?
1: Just sign up within any promo code. You can try edge edge or white. Either one should work for you.
0: Uh, and, and, and if you sign up using that, you'll get either a first month free or first month for a dollar or something like that. A really good deal. And you can access all of RJ's picks, plus tons of DFS stuff from Mike McClure and, and his crew. There's all kinds of experts on there. And I highly recommend doing it because you'll you'll be able to check when RJ puts his picks up and get those in. Uh, get the best of the number, and that's what you want to do. Yes, that is what you want to do, except
1: with this of number because I did not get the best of the number for right. people. I was well, that, that, hoping that. to get a better number, and then uh, that seven and a half went away. Right.
0: So, right, that's not on you. That's on uh, that's on old COVID. The uh, Super Bowl champ, by the way, thirteen and three straight up, and eleven four and one against the spread since the kickoff game began in two thousand four. Of course, that doesn't count uh, two thousand nineteen because the ba- Packers and Bucks, Packers and Bears, excuse me, played for the centennial season. Uh so there is a pretty good history of the favorite covering in these games. Do you I assume, since you and I have both said that we bet the Buccaneers or that we took the Buccaneers against the spread, that we both believe the Buccaneers will cover. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, defending champs 14 and 6 against spread in week one over the last 20 years. Bucks have incredible continuity, like you said before. I don't think that Cowboys offensive line is going to hold up against the, the talented Bucs defense uh, front. And I don't think the Cowboys cornerbacks are going to slip the Bucs receivers, especially now that we know they're all healthy. So you worry about a backdoor cover with this pass offense. But, you know, I'm counting on the Bucks pass rush to win out and, and keep it over the number. Um, the other way to play this game is obviously to tease it down through two and, and tease one of the games you like on Sunday. Plenty of good teaser numbers there. Chiefs minus six would be a great one. Uh, just, you know, as an example,
0: the Bills minus six, minus six and a half anything about that yeah i'm not what of a trolley uh, trolley tease uh, like for me cautiously I mean, optimistic on the bills so uh the 49ers minus seven and a half at the lions uh, i i would expect that they can pull that off against detroit that would be a pretty big shocking loss uh the rams minus seven and a half at home against the bears so you could tease uh you know you could if you want to have a little book in teaser if you got you know if you don't mind having some uh some credit at use, so or having to leave your money out till Sunday night. You could do a teaser with the Rams, then you get your Sunday night action and your Thursday night action. That's not a uh, not a terrible move, but I, I agree with you. I think the Chiefs may be a better bet. Although some people think the Browns could could cover in that game, I, I think the Martin injury is huge, or the the Martin absence, excuse me, is huge because when you look at this Buccaneers team, you know, for they were good defensively, they were great defensively. Uh, especially down the stretch, even though Vita Vitavea was not there. And I man, I look at this interior. Vita Veyan and Domakan Sue up against a Zach Martinless interior. That is a really tough matchup for, for that Cowboys offensive line. And this is a, a Buccaneers team that has been excellent against the run for multiple years. I don't I, I know that I think that Mike McCarthy will probably want to establish the run in this case, and it will not work out well for him. Hopefully, Kellen Moore is more aggressive if the Cowboys want to have a shot at winning. Um, and they have the wide receivers to make it work. You know, this is, the cornerbacks are good for the Buccaneers. I don't think they're necessarily elite, although, you know, with Winfield patrolling back there, Carlton Davis really took you know taking a step forward. And again, those, those linebackers and coverage are very good. I just don't see a situation where the Cowboys can stop Tom Brady and that offense and I don't think that the Cowboys will just come out and score on their first four or five possessions. So ultimately, I think it'll look a lot like early last year for the Cowboys where the defense isn't very good, and maybe the offense sputters a little bit early on, and if it does, then they're just going to be playing catch-up the entire time. Now, they covered and won some uh, late last year. I like the over a lot here, too. 51 and a half it's climbed up i mean i think i gave this out when you and i did week one picks back in july or maybe even august I, whenever it was i said i like this over and it hasn't moved a ton I, I still think it's a great number because if we get the game script that we think we're going to get that seems fairly likely which is you know the, the buccaneers scoring early and then probably not letting their foot off the gas because they know what they got on the other side you have the cowboys playing catch up and it should go it should fly over that number in my opinion if the cowboys can get to the end zone but
1: you know who knows with yeah. that that offensive line against that front i think you could be seeing a lot more field we expect from the cowboys in this game which will keep the number under so if i had to pick one lean one way i would probably lean under but i don't have all right.
0: any confidence in it okay uh, i mean it's a high total and you know it, a lot of times especially with just three preseason games and with dak missing that, you know dak missing a lot of time in the in the offseason and the preseason rehabbing for that ankle injury and then the shoulder thing it's entirely possible that the cowboys offense doesn't doesn't get going. Um I do look back though at uh sort of the final stretch run for the Buccaneers where they scored 26, 31, 47 and 44. Now, I think the Cowboys are probably better than the Lions and the Falcons defense, but I don't think they're that much better, which means I think we I could just I just think we could see Tom Brady come out, put on a show and let everybody know that he is in fact quite interested uh in in winning his uh, winning a back-to-back uh Super Bowl title. So, I will take Bucks minus uh, bucks minus eight is fine with me. I think they win by double digits, and the over fifty one and a half. And you're going bucks minus eight and the under fifty one and a half, right? Right. Well, yeah. Totals a little bit. Stay away from me. But that would be your lean, but you're not. That's not your bet. Okay. So I'm. I'm officially on both. Um, I put them. Uh, I put them both in. Uh, in the in the action app. Actually. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. When we come back, player props and DFS picks.
1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive
0: casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. So player props are more popular than ever. And you better believe that we are going to be giving some out. Um, When you look at this matchup, what, uh, what stands out to you as pretty as good value in terms of player props?
1: Well, I mentioned that I would lean into the under because I do think the Bucs are going to score some points this game. I like Brady to go over two and a half passing touchdowns, get it a plus 165, threw for at least three touchdowns in nine of his 20 games last year, including the playoffs. Ground game didn't get any better over the offseason. Obviously, they brought everybody back. So, I mean, the ground game was decently effective in the playoffs but i still think it's going to be you know throwing the score here cowboys don't have the talent at cornerback to cover all the bucks for wide receiver options then you throw in geo bernard as another element for brady to to pick up maybe a cheap touchdown to geo so knowing how explosive that dallas offense is i agree with what you said earlier i don't think tampa's ever taking their foot off the gas so it's going to just be score 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 and uh brady's going to get there you know in the second half at some point
0: muted myself sorry i was logging into DraftKings. um I also wrote that down as the Brady over two and a half. It was, was it once it was 140 plus 140 earlier today when I when I was looking at it? I'm shocked that that's that low. I think you'll see them throw you know, I think you'll see him hit on some deep passes. Mike Evans, tremendous deep threat. Good luck with the Cowboys covering him. And I wouldn't be surprised if the if the Buccaneers were if the Cowboys stuffed the box. And the Buccaneers ran some shorter passing plays down near the the goal line. Certainly, Rob Gronkowski could be in play. I think OJ Howard is a um, is someone to watch for uh, this year as as well, and certainly could see him operate in and around the the red zone uh, in, in this week one. That plus one sixty five is juicy, man. I love that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and the reason it's so high is because, you know, throwing for three touchdowns in any game from any quarterback, even with Mahomes, sure. is, is obviously going to be the underdog most of the time. But seems like a good matchup for him. Like we said, we don't think they're putting their foot off the gas considering the quarterback on the other side of the field. So um, I think he gets there.
0: Uh, sort of in line with that, I like this. I think I like over Mike Evans' 24 and a half longest reception. By the way, I sort of like what Caesars has is, is got working here on this new uh, this new layout for these props. I, I've you know I've lamented that some of the drop down options, but I kind of I kind of dig this. And you can click that you got to click the uh, the thing to right there on the Buccaneers' depot. Um, yeah, I mean like is that I know it's juice to the under. I don't mind that. I'd you know, like getting better value. I just think they're going to take a shot. At Mike Evans is a vertical machine.
1: Yeah, it could happen. Um, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to parse who's it going to be. You know, it could be him. It could sure. be Antonio Brown. It could be whatever. And or they might just not take too many shots downfield, knowing that they can efficiently just you know churn up yardage, uh, you know, and just go downfield and kind of feel they're not going to get stopped. So maybe maybe he does get there, but it could also be a case where you're just picking up these ten to fifteen yard you know uh, gains you know over and over. So why risk it? Okay,
0: fair enough. The other one, the other two that I looked at that I sort of liked receptions little uh, scroll up about two there Devo for those watching on again watch on youtube.com slash pick six and you can check all these out Zeke Elliott receptions over three and a half and then Zeke Elliott receiving yards which is up there a little bit even higher on Caesars at 20 and a half and what I noticed when I went and looked back at the early season uh, performance by the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. Cause he played in three and change games, I guess. Right. Um, oh no, excuse me. Four and change games. He was hurt against the giants against the Rams. Three Zeke catches, three passes for 31 balls and a touchdown on four targets against Atlanta, six catches on seven targets for 33 yards against Seattle, six catches on 11 targets for 24 yards and against Cleveland, eight catches for 71 yards on eight targets. And what do all those games have in common? The Cowboys are getting their tails beat and we're coming back and trying, and that's sort of what Dak was looking. He's getting pressured. You got the dump off option. I think Mike McCarthy's playbook might feature a lot of short running back routes that makes, and the the Bucks are going to be pinning back their ears if they get a lead. I mean, this is this is incumbent, by the way, on the fact that the Buccaneers would have a lead and, and Dak would be throwing to Zeke. And if you look at Zeke's rushing attempts, the over-under is 14 and a half, and it's juiced way under, which leads me, I mean, you know, so to me, that's a little incongruous. I don't think that, I don't know that you can make Zeke that much higher, but I think there's a little bit of value in the over on those two.
1: Yeah, I think I would like the uh, the Zeke over on um, catches more than the actual yards. I think he could sure. have, you know, a, a high catch, low yardage game just because that Tampa defense is so good. Um, but uh, another thing that you have to take into account without early season uh stretch was that CeeDee Lamb hadn't emerged as like a huge option yet. And we think that's gonna happen this year. Obviously, he's he's sure. you know rocking to the stratosphere in fantasy. So I like Lamb going over five and a half receptions at plus one twenty. Dak's gonna throw a ton in this game, like we've been saying. And I, and we know we think Lamb's target share is gonna go up this year. He did have between five and eight catches each of his first six games um, before that offense fell apart. Um, so Dallas, we don't think is going to get much on the ground. Um, another one I like is Zeke under 54 and a half rushing yards. Um, so I think double digit targets for Lamb uh, and he gets over the reception total and then Zeke going under those rushing yards. I mean, he had eight games under this total last year while dealing with offensive line issues. And if Zach Martin isn't playing and they're playing that one of the best run defenses in the league, could also have offensive line issues here. So I feel like he could be held to 12 to 14 carries like he was at times last year as they're in catch-up mode and throwing the ball more um, due to the game script. So makes this even harder, the number even harder to chop. So you look at 54 and a half for a top fantasy option, you go, that's way way I should think about playing the over. I don't think it's low enough. I think he stays under that total.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a good call as well. You could also look at if you wanted to, and again, we're, you know, and this will sort of dovetail into the DFS stuff, but when you, when you look at, you know, when you, when you start to look at game script and how you think a game is going to play out, you know, if you, if we believe, and I think we both do believe that the Buccaneers will be playing with a lead and that the Cowboys will be throwing to try and catch up, then, you know, a correlated prop would be Leonard Fournette over rushing attempts, um, which I believe is set at, is it eight and, uh, was it eight and a half? Is that right? No, it's gotta be a seven and a half. Okay. Juiced heavily to the over. But man, I mean, I just don't see a situation where, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones aren't getting at least 10, K- like is Leonard Fournette really not getting more than eight carries if the Bucs are winning in a blowout? I think
1: it depends. I think they're kind of committed to playing the hot hand, whoever it is. So if Ronald Jones gets out to a good start, he just might get 18 carries in this game and, and Fournette gets four or five. So you just, you know, you're a little bit of a gamble there to see who who, who takes the, the uh, lead because there's two guys that are about equal value on each side. Um, yep. One other one I would look at is uh, Zerline going over one and a half field goals made. I, I said, expect they might have some issues in the red zone. So, um, Cowboys have trouble punching the ball in uh, when they get in scoring range due to offensive line issues. Zerline hit multiple field goals at just minus 105. Seems pretty good to me.
0: And you're talking about a uh, coach in Mike McCarthy, not exactly known for uh, his aggressiveness on fourth down, even though he did once spend um, a, a day at PFF in the summer. Uh, or a weekend at PFF, you know, weekend retreat uh, at PFF. W- one guy that I think is really undervalued in terms of uh, both, you know, just just in general fantasy, actually. Uh, if we look at receiving yards for the Cowboys, Blake Jarwin. Uh, this, is, this, is a good, this is a good tight end. And I know they got great linebackers there uh, in, in Tampa Bay, but 20 and a half receiving yards, I don't think he should be, I think that he should be valued over Dalton Schultz. I think if you look at how drafts have gone and how sort of sharp people are handling him, those two guys in best ball situations, I think there's a good chance that Jarwin is the main tight end there, not Dalton Schultz, and that might be a misprice.
1: Yeah. Um, you can see the market just doesn't know which one's going to be the top one. So in fantasy, I think we kind of assume Jarwin's going to be the better guy, but uh, you know, we're going to have to see it to know for sure. So that could either be good. And he, you know, he goes over pretty easily or if he's not getting the snaps that we think he is and Schultz is on the field more then uh, you know, you're you're going to need one big catch for him to catch that.
0: I actually believe that that was 19 and a half earlier too. So some of those have sort of moved. We talked about the Tom Brady one moving uh, that that one has moved as well. Uh all right, any anything else for you in terms of player props?
1: Well we typically have like one lottery ticket prop, you know, yeah. long odds, maybe a cashes. I like Dak Prescott to score 2 plus touchdown at 30 Ooh. to 1. You know, if the offensive line is a problem, that could lead to more scrambling for for Dak near the goal line. He actually had a three rush touchdown game last year versus Atlanta, so we know it's possible. And you know, if if he's feeling healthy and and not, nothing about his mobility should be a problem. You know, it was a shoulder he's been dealing with. So um, the that line breaks down, he sees a, a you know an angle to the corner and does that twice, thirty to one. I mean, it's not not a great chance of hitting, but I think there's value on it. I think the chances that it hits is better than thirty to one.
0: Uh, when you bet that, do you also consider betting on Dak to score just a single touchdown that way? And the idea being you would bet like two to one or two, two let's say a half a unit on Dak to score one touchdown and then like point two units on Dak to score twice. That way, if he scores once, you know, you're not you're not going to lose money. If he scores twice, you're raking in cash.
1: Yeah, if you want to. I mean, you kind of evaluate both props independently on which ones have value. Um, and so in the situations where it, he gets one rushing score and it kind of like the game is going the way I think, it's just having that extra set, that number two one on there um, as a multiplier is just pretty good. So you could do that if you want to play it a little safer. But we're talking about lottery tickets, talking about a little bit of a sprinkle here. So might as well go for the big one. Okay, fair enough.
0: I will also, since we're talking Blake Jarwin, Oh, man, I don't know about first touchdown score. Mm. I think you kind of got go bucks heavy on first touchdown score. One guy that's at least intriguing, though, here on the first touchdown score, Giovanni Bernard. It sounds like based on what's coming out of Tampa is that Gio is going to get all the third down work. And it is, and that's just, and that's, Concerning for Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette's value, too, but, um, you know, at least, you know, the third and third and long, the passing down roles, if they're down in the red zone, I don't think it would be that surprising if they're not if they're not like right up against the goal line, if they use Geo in those spots because it gives them another viable receiving weapon who can also run between the tackles, whereas Uncle uh, Uncle Playoff Lenny and, and old Rojo might not do the same thing. Yeah, I was thinking of that too, but, you know, they have such big targets and
1: good red zone targets that yeah. you, if you if you do that, you're taking stuff away from Mike Evans and OJ Howard and Rob Gronkowski. All these guys, Antonio Brown, you could probably throw to you, even though he's not a big guy down there, um, and he can, you know, squirrel his way in and sneak his way in. And so um, there's just so many mouths to feed that. It's worth taking a shot, I guess, on this, but, um, you know, it's it, on a different team where they didn't have as many good big weapons that you could throw to in the red zone, um, you know, I like it better.
0: Uh, Tom Brady to score the first touchdown forty to one not terrible either if you get a pass interference call down in the in the end zone th- they're going to sneak it like that's going to be I mean you get a pass interference and it's on the one there's a really good chance they sprint up there and Tom Brady just sneaks it in that's his bread and butter he should probably be more like twenty five to one you know he's not gonna he's not gonna run it in but you know what I mean like it's that's a, it's a yeah pretty good chance that he could he could sneak that in so at forty to one I like that as well I'll probably sprinkle on that. Yeah, I think we're talking about a
1: game script. I think if you are looking for first touchdown, you are probably looking for Bucks guys and last touchdown Cowboys guys as they're trying to catch
0: up. So, yes, I would uh, I would agree with that completely. Ooh, play, score three or four, three or more touchdowns, and then you can have player to score last touchdown. Yeah, all the Bucks guys are priced way up. That's that, that, that makes sense. Uh, okay, let's take a look at some Draft Kings. So it's been so long since I've shared my screen. I can properly execute this. Okay. Is that well? Now I've now I've created an inception with DraftKings and and us, RG. Look at that. Um. All right. So, Tom Brady is the top captain option. One one and a half points on DraftKings. No surprise there. If. Is there an option other than Tom Brady that you would like or consider as the as the ca- as the captain position? It's kind of hard to do it. I guess you could be contrarian and go with Dak, but then you're banking on a ton of points. I guess Dak's not that crazy, right? Yeah, I would think that because he's cheaper and people expect the Cowboys are going
1: to have to throw a lot and they have those great weapons that a lot of people are going to be on Dak and you save a little money on by using Dak there. Um, so, so I think even taking Tom Brady might be a little contrarian because they would probably avoid him to go to Dak. So I don't mind building lineups with Brady a captain, especially if you're going to use some cheaper options and flex, which we'll get to my captain pick though, for my main team is Antonio Brown. I think it's possible he's the Bucks number one receiver and we just don't know it yet. I think he could end up having the most targets on this team and we'll. We'll look back and be like, oh, of course, Antonio Brown is going to emerge as as Tom Brady's number one weapon. You know, Brady obviously loves him, and he's the guy that decides who gets the ball. So, Arians has talked about how healthy Brown looked during the preseason. You know, more more so than the last few years um, when he's been struggling with injury. So, less people, I think, are going to be on him, especially if they set their lineups on Tuesday because he missed practice on Tuesday. He was listed as questionable. We had that Q tag, and I think people are just avoiding him. They don't want to. They don't want to mess with that, uh, thinking that he's banged up a little bit um, and uh, you know risk that in their captaincy spot but yeah that was more of a rest day than anything it's not like he was legitimately hurt i know he's he's recovering from from a knee issue in the offseason and surgery but there was no chance he was missing this game so um i think you're probably getting a, a guy that's going to be really under under owned in terms of a captain here if you go with brown
0: and one of the things about ab too is that he brady loved him when he came to um when he came to uh wait, wait you can see my hobby my hobby photo what is happening here I think I shared it wrong. Hold on. I'm going to share it. Let me see if I can share this right. Share screen. If you're, if you're, wa- oh, I did it wrong. Share tab. There we go. It's been too long since I've done this. Um. Okay, cool. All right. That's, there we go. That's better. Uh, I can't click on these. Obviously, if you're watching, you should watch on youtube.com slash pick six. If for these particular uh, episodes, because you can actually see us finagle a lineups. All right. So if we go AB in the captain spot, and I like that, as I was going to point out, You know, when he came to the Pats, there was an immediate rapport between Brady and and Antonio Brown. When, you know, when Brady got to Tampa Bay, they had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. He still said, I want Antonio Brown to come live in my house with my family and play for this football team. And they brought him back. Bruce Arians has plenty of experience with Antonio Brown. Last year went great. Antonio Brown didn't cause any trouble uh, on or off the field. It was very surprising Uh, once he actually got to Tampa Bay at the NFL has you know, gone through everything they need to go through with him. And now they got this whole season where whole full off season where Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, this guy that he just irrationally loves is a person and a player uh, is going to be on the roster. So I'm sort of buying into that. I might need to make sure I got some more exposure to him in, in fantasy and in best ball and all those spots. And, but Chris Goblin's a great receiver, but you know, Antonio Brown is a legitimate Hall of Fame caliber talent and it could be he could just be the guy. If that's the case, RJ, uh, you would have some major upside there at the fle- at the captain position. And if you do that, of course, you probably need to add Tom Brady as one of your flex spots, right?
1: right also i'll add uh go to uh caesars and look at the the guy who leads the uh the league in receiving yards uh, prop, you know? antonio brown 200 to one. there you know what? when i was given giving that out on uh, on early edge um and i've been pumping that up and it's just ridiculous he's in, in the same conversation there and one with guys like van jefferson and gabriel davis and it just didn't make any sense at all so uh, i love the upside there because if he is the number one receiver i mean he could actually hit it and you're a little bit on two hundred to one there you gotta love that so yeah definitely use brady obviously you have brown you're going to throw brady in there too um you'd be able to make a pretty stacked lineup if you have brown it's a cheap captain you can use yes. uh, brady and deck um Yep. And one cheap option you can go with is Erline. I mentioned I expect multiple f- field goals from him. 3600 is pretty cheap. You mentioned Gio earlier. If he gets that touchdown, he's going to cash in on that 2000. OJ Howard you mentioned, um tw- 2200 um and I he's, he- he's healthy again. He could get a red zone look and and if he's
0: targeted in the red zone. Or you got well, I mean, that. you don't even look. If you want to get those guys in there you got 14k to to work with. You don't have to go right. all the way down to OJ Howard, but but they are good cheap options for sure. Right, you're probably picking one
1: or two, one of these guys, and uh, those are kind of your options for for cheap. And so you pair it around with one of those guys, and you can kind of put whoever you want in there with Brady, Dak, Amari, CD Lamb, whatever you want to do.
0: I actually think, would you rather ditch uh, Bernard or Zerline? Who who pays um, on salary more likely, the kicker or the the third down running back?
1: I would. On I, I, in my lineup, I have Bernard in. Um, okay. So. Well, it's
0: Erlang so like, it. more offensive. so let's take him out, and that like, gives us ninety-eight. So, what you can do here is you can actually build. Uh, would you prefer? We prefer Mike, probably Mike Evans to Chris Godwin, right? Godwin, uh, not no injury designation, but I would think he'd be the first guy they sort of ease out of the rotation. And, and I guess here's two where you and I put Ceedee Lamb in there as well. I think here's where you have to decide: Are you going to double stack Tom Brady, or are you going to double stack the Bucks, or would you rather double stack the Cowboys? Like, what's I mean, I think given the way that we've sort of talked about this, it has to be the the Bucks, right?
1: Maybe. I mean, we expect the Cowboys to throw a ton. So, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, Amari Cooper had how many targets when, uh, when uh, Dak was in? It was uh, 14 not- targets the first game, nine, second game, 12, and then 16, and then Dak gets hurt. So, I mean, if that guy shows up and he's getting 12 targets, you think he's going to cash in on that number. So I kind of like going Cooper and Lamb along with Dak and then okay. Brady Brady um, Antonio Brown is your captain and then you were one other you know scrub guy if, whether it's I don't think you can fit Sterling in at that point so whether it's um uh George Howard George or, or
0: Geo, Cowboys defense <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> uh it's, well O.J. Howard could be the other stack you go with there right, right? yeah, yeah O.J. Howard think. or Geo
1: that's kind of your 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 decision whether you think like you said earlier Geo sneaking in for a, for a touchdown in the red zone or whether O.J. Howard gets some targets in the red zone kind of whichever way you're feeling is is the way you yeah. go
0: yeah, and I think the one thing you know, if you are banking on again, this this build is is specifically designed to focus on Antonio Brown is the primary target for Tom Brady. The Buck the Bucks are up big, and the Cowboys are throwing. So then you have a Mario Cooper CD lamp. So you have these two stacks basically of six players, and and then I think OJ Howard makes more sense than Geo primarily because if this scenario occurs and the Bucks have a lead then we're going to, we would, O.J. Howard, I would think, because at, at that point, they're probably going to ease back Gronk snaps because they want to keep him healthy for the long haul. O.J. Howard, a very good blocking tight end you know, out of Alabama. I would think that that he would be the guy that would be in there sort of as a blocking tight end, and you would take Gio out as well because he's a third down back. Now, he, I'm just sort of thinking through the ramifications of a big Bucks lead in the second half and, and how that might affect snap counts uh, for those guys. I, I like this lineup a lot. I mean, I hope it doesn't steal your thunder if i plug this in but i'm gonna go and enter it right now
1: yeah go for it i don't think a lot of people are going to use howard i don't think a lot of people are going to use brown as their captain so if you and you want to cash with me in this contest i don't think there's going to be too many of us with this lineup
0: i mean if ab and the thing is yeah you know you get one and a half points for the captain right so you're you can uh you you know you can you can think, "Oh, like we got to get all of Brady's points." That's true, but if if the target share is really focused on one guy, and you're trying to be contrarian and try to figure out who can give you the best opportunity to rise above the field, you're still getting a full point for everything Brady does. But if Antonio Brown gets, you know, 60% of the points that Tom Brady gives out, you're getting your your leverage against the field is much higher than if you have Brady and then Brown in the flex, which will be a much more common build right
1: and you're hoping to get those two touchdowns from brown one touchdown from howard and that's yeah. brady's three touchdowns there and he doesn't throw for a ton of yards because they're up in the second half so maybe they run more so he's getting 240 250 yards instead of three three plus and if ab's got you know half of that you know 125 or whatever then then uh, you're looking good there as a captain
0: and you know you could also do that bill too where instead of coming back up for oj i guess you would do so, and like, You could plug one of those running backs in there, too, because that's correlated as well, that the Bucs would have a lead and they would go with either Rojo or, or Lenny and, and feed them. Rojo has the higher you know, carry prop, so that might be the guy. Um, and then you, know, you start to figure out how you want that to operate. But I, I like that lineup. I like the correlation. I like the preview. I like what we got cooking here, RJ. Good stuff, man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for, thanks for taking the time out to do it. A busy man, RJ White, managing editor. Sportsline and fantasy, CBS fantasy, sportsline.com slash join. Check out the early edge uh, podcast, by the way. Those guys are cooking up winners every single day. It's great content, extremely entertaining. And uh, follow them on Twitter at RJ White One. And guess what? You get more of me, RJ, because we got a pick show coming up as well.
1: I can't You're wait. Pretty. Also, also tune into uh, Early Edge. We're doing some, a lot of live streams during the afternoons and evenings this year with football. So I'm going to be talking about uh, the the lines on Tuesdays at uh, 5 p.m., 5 p.m. to 6 Ooh. p.m. So if you join us there on the Early Edge YouTube page, the Sportsline YouTube page, you can see me and Mike McClure and you know, Matt Severance and, you know, other guys that we have on breaking down these games. So uh, check out. Very check sharp. That out.
0: Very sharp group of people. So when you go to youtube.com slash pick six and subscribe, it may even tell you related channel. Check out the early edge channel. If not, uh, search for it or go to, uh, to uh, sportsline, twitter.com, uh, sportsline on Twitter, one word, and uh, they, it, will, uh, it will you'll be able to find the YouTube channel pretty easily. RJ, as always, man, pleasure. Talk to you soon